Here at Fort Worth, Texas, are members of the American Air Force crew who made the first non-stop round-the-world flight. They did it in a super fort, a B-50 called Lucky Lady 2, and of course it involved refueling in the air. Welcome to History Speaks, our weekly podcast from the Montour County Historical Society. I'm Terry Diener, a member of the Board of Directors. Our speaker series continues twice a month through September. On August the 7th, we're excited to welcome Danville native Sue Riken Boardman, Leadership Program Director and Licensed Battlefield Guide with the Gettysburg Foundation. She will talk about Montour County men at the Battle of Gettysburg. Doors open at the Boyd House Museum at 6.30. The program begins at 7 o'clock and there is a $5 admission. Don't forget our open houses Sunday afternoon from 2 until 4 at the Montgomery and Boyd House Museums. There is a $5 admission unless you hold a society membership or are a young person through grade 12. A walk through the military room of the Boyd House showcases the men and women from Montour County who have helped defend America's freedom. There are many stories behind every name and all of the military items in our collections. One of the men who took his place in defending our freedom also was one of 14 men who made world history. Staff Sergeant Donald Traw Jr. of Danville was on the crew of the Lucky Lady 2, a B-50 bomber which flew around the world non-stop. Traw was featured in the February 1992 Bicentennial Gazette in a story written by Andy Hummel. I share some of that article for the podcast. Donald Traw grew up in Danville. He was an Eagle Scout at the age of 14. Eleven years later, while serving in World War II, he spent a year of his life as a prisoner of war, including forced marches under the direction of Nazi guards behind him. More on that later. Traw and 14 other men circled the globe in 94 hours, refueling four times in midair. In his 1992 interview, Traw called it the greatest thrill of his life, and it was one that he and the other crew members almost did not get to make. He said three planes and their crew members had been chosen. The Lucky Lady 2, his plane was selected after the first bomber developed engine trouble. The Lucky Lady left the runway at Fort Worth, Texas, Carswell Air Force Base, February the 26th, 1949. A story in Life magazine three weeks later called the plane a gaudy thing with a yellow stripe around her middle, a diamond design on her tail, and the name Lucky Lady 2 in big letters on her silver nose. Only a dozen onlookers were there to see the plane take off in overcast winter skies. The mission required a double crew with three pilots under the command of Captain James Gallagher. The crews rotated in shifts of four to six hours. The plane flew out over the Atlantic Ocean, over the Azores, through a clear night while the North African desert rolled beneath her, across India, the Philippines, the Pacific, and through a howling storm over the West Coast. After 94 hours and 23,452 miles, she reached her destination, Fort Worth, Texas, again. The aircraft had flown at altitudes between 10,000 to 20,000 feet and completed the trip around the world at an average ground speed of 249 miles per hour. Tra said the entire flight was top secret and only a few military officials knew what was going on, but when the plane landed there was quite a reception waiting for them. His job on the Lucky Lady 2 was that of a refueling operator. The plane was given a new load of fuel four times. The planes carrying the fuel dropped the cable and hauled the B-52 bomber in with a special hook before attaching a heavier fuel line about 75 feet above the Lucky Lady. Traw made the connections necessary to fill four tanks. 
He recalled one unfortunate event as part of that historic flight. One of the B-29s that refueled his plane over the Philippines ran out of fuel and crashed on the way back to Clark Air Force Base. Charles said he lost a couple of good friends on that plane. When not taking part in the refueling operation, he kept watch over the engines for oil or gas leaks, but there were none. Following that epic flight, he and the other crew members received the Distinguished Flying Cross. During his military service, Tra also received the Air Force Medal and four oak leaf clusters. The fuselage of the aircraft, the Lucky Lady 2, is on display at Plains of Fame Museum in Chino, California. Tra was drafted shortly after graduating from Danville High School in 1941. Following intensive pre-combat training, he found himself headed for Europe. In June of 1944, while on his 10th combat mission, a piece of flak from enemy fire struck the bomber of his B-24. All aboard were forced to parachute from the plane. Traw said it was the first bombing raid on Munich, Germany. He suffered fractures in his foot and back upon hitting the ground. He and other members of his crew were captured by the Germans and sent to prisoner of war camps. In total, Traw spent 373 days as a prisoner of war. As the Germans were being pressured by both British and Russian troops, the American prisoners were taken out of their POW camps and marched for 89 days and 1,000 miles through the dead of winter. He says a lot of the men who were POWs did not survive the forced marches. The group that he was with was finally liberated by British forces. After the war, Traw followed in the footsteps of his father, who had worked for Kennedy Van Son Corporation in Danville. Traw actually started with the firm in 1941, before World War II interrupted his career. After the war, Traw returned to KVS and oversaw the construction of buildings such as cement and limestone plants all over the world in which KVS equipment was installed. His last job was in Red China, where he supervised the building of a coal plant in 1984. Traw retired from KVS a year later. He was left with a lifetime of memories, including that historic nonstop flight around the world in 1949. He passed away at the age of 81 in Danville in June of 2005. His story is among the many visitors we'll find in the Montour County Historical Society Museums. Stop in at our open houses from 2 until 4 Sunday afternoons. On August the 7th, a Wednesday evening, Danville native Sue Riken Boardman, Leadership Program Director and Licensed Battlefield Guide with the Gettysburg Foundation, will be taking part in our speaker series. She'll talk about Montour County men at the Battle of Gettysburg. Doors open at the Boyd House at 6.30. The program begins at 7 o'clock and there is a $5 admission. I close with this quote from World War II General George S. Patton. A man must know his destiny. If he does not recognize it, then he is lost. By this I mean once, twice, or at the very most three times, fate will reach out and tap a man on the shoulder. If he has the imagination, he will turn around and fate will point out to him what fork in the road he should take. If he has the guts, he will take it. They circled the globe, flying a distance of 23,450 miles in 94 hours. Certainly a fine performance by Captain Gallagher and his men.